Welcome to Countdown to Infinity, a Marvel's Avengers podcast. We talk all things Marvel Cinematic Universe, including the TV shows and the movies. And tonight, ooh, we're recording this late on Sunday night. It is Hollywood's biggest night. The stars are out. The red carpet is out. Everything is out. We're recording late tonight because we thought we'd be talking about some late breaking news about the MCU and the Oscars. And guess what? We do have some late breaking news about the Oscars and the MCU. But this is a very this is a very short, very quick, very contained episode all about some MCU news. I know that a lot of you have seen Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. A lot of people have, but there's also a lot of uh, a lot of break time between the next thing, which we think is maybe Secret Wars, maybe Loki season two, something on TV before Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. But until then, we'll be talking some news every week, so these episodes will be shorter. I think soon we'll be having some fun apps, maybe maybe pull together some character drafts of who would be on our Avengers teams, things like that. But until we get some of that stuff squared away and recorded, we're talking MCU news. So we've become a news podcast now. Beep, 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 breaking news. Extra, extra, read all about it. Those are some of the those are some of the sounds that are happening here at the Delphin Pod offices now that we're an MCU news pod. But we'll be back, of course, with a bunch of fun stuff. Anyways, back to Hollywood's biggest night. Cinema. Film. Movies. The Oscars occurred earlier tonight, and a lot of great things happened there. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Really did something monumental, winning a ton of Oscars. Um, Brendan Fraser won an Oscar. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, a lot of movies won Oscars tonight. But we're specifically talking about the MCU. Some history was made when Angela Bassett was nominated for her role in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. It was the first time an actor or actress in the MCU was nominated for their role in the MCU. Now, big caveat here, Angela Bassett, you know, should have won the Oscar for What's Love Got to Do With It, her portrayal of Whitney Houston. She's had this long, illustrious career. She's been in a ton of movies and a ton of TV. She's on TV right now. And so there's a lot of goodwill towards her outside of her performance in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. So keep that in mind. But still, history being made. Angela Bassett nominated for her role in the MCU. Now, unfortunately, she did not win. Jamie Lee Curtis won for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Now, that could be a show of strength for Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is one of the most decorated I would say now I believe it joins Network and A Streetcar Named Desire as the uh, movie that has won the most top-line Oscars, so Best Director, Best Writer. So there's a lot of historic things going on here, including Everything Everywhere All at Once is Strength, but Angela Bassett did not win the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, unfortunately, and it means that no MCU actor has yet to win an Oscar. Now, there's some silver lining here that we'll talk about, but we'll see. I don't know what roles will come down the pipe that the Academy will think not only should we honor them with a nomination, but perhaps maybe they'll win. It's hard to think of maybe a, a, a superhero movie getting that far. I say that, uh, but 
apparently it's not a big deal i think for dc movies to be nominated for oscars for some reason uh, apart from of course visual effects and stuff like that and some very specific categories that black panther does really well in but you know the joker with uh joaquin phoenix was nominated a ton and he did win best actor so uh, and so heath ledger won best supporting actor for playing the joker so i guess there's a lot of joker love at the oscars suicide squad suicide squad won an oscar for i believe makeup and hairstyling so i mean dc movies win oscars all the time for crafts but in terms of acting DC movies have also done really well. So Marvel, I wonder when that's going to happen for Marvel. What is that role? What does that role look like? What movie? What Marvel movie? What, what what hero is that that gets kind of this, you know, the Joker films are very gritty. A lot of the Batman movies uh, are, are very gritty, set kind of in a more realistic, grounded version of Gotham. But who knows? Maybe maybe the MCU will get there some one day. But uh, the silver lining here, Angela Bassett didn't win Best Supporting Actress, but the silver lining is Ruth E. Carter did win an Oscar for Best Costume Design for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Kind of history in its own right, because if you recall, she also won an Oscar for the first Black Panther film. Uh, that movie ended up winning a couple, too, including Best Score and, I believe, Production Design. But Ruth E. Carter is now the first Black woman to have two Oscars. Kind of, uh, she's on another level I mean, for her work in Wakanda Forever, there was a lot of great things and and a lot of things made out of nothing and inspired from, you know, historical artifacts uh, or, you know, just kind of wild stuff because she had to work with Talo Khan. She had to work with sort of, um, you know, Mayan influences for the movie. So obviously that impressed the Oscar uh, the, the Academy, they gave her a second Oscar. So silver lining here, okay? Angela Bassett didn't win, but Ruthie Carter did. And that means that Black Panther and Black Panther Wakanda Forever are Oscar-winning Marvel films. And that is really impressive, especially considering the hard work that goes into making uh, movies like these. And of course, Ryan Coogler, the director, who has kind of been really great at building a team since his first movie, Fruitvale Station, then Creed, and then Black Panther, and then now Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. There's something that he sees, and there's a lot of creativity in the stuff he does, and I think it's great that that is honored. And who knows, the third Black Panther movie might also be nominated to win an Oscar, but that's, um, you know, a little far off, but super possible. And that's all of the Oscar news for the week. Black Panther Wakanda Forever, another Oscar-winning MCU movie. Okay, speaking of Oscars, there's a couple other pieces of news. Some of them are Oscar-related. This next one is only because it involves a person that has two of them, and that's Mahershala Ali, who is headlining the new Blade movie. Now, this movie was announced a couple years ago. They've already pushed back the shoot date they've pushed back the release date and there's reports it's because Marshala ali has very specific de- uh, requests for script changes to his character you know because of the schedule they have a new director now this guy named jan demange who has done great work making movies like white 
Boy Rick and 71 and worked on Lovecraft Country, but now he's directing Blade. So there's some shifts, uh, uh, you know, of the crew behind the scenes. And I don't really think there's anything to be too concerned here. I mean, Marshall Ali is an Academy Award winning actor. He is incredibly focused on his characters. And I think, especially for a Blade movie, which, you know, there's a lot of team-up movies, a lot of movies that are really, I think, filled, especially in MCU with supporting cast. But I think Blade's going to be a very strong character piece for one single actor. Yeah, you know, I was just talking about what role might get nominated for an Oscar. I could see it happening for Blade, especially when it's Marshall Ali. But, you know, I, I feel like this is mostly him knowing that the mantle of this character, this comic book character really rests on him and he just wants to get it right. So I wouldn't be too worried about these, these news reports that Marshall Ali is, you know, requesting a lot of script changes, especially this early on. They haven't really started filming yet. So it's okay for him to be involved. Okay. So if you're worried about it, reading these reports that he's demanding changes to the script and all of that, just remember he's, he's really spearheading this himself. It's, he is the main actor in this movie blade more than anyone, you know, has a very, uh, 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 kind of individualized idiosyncratic vision of who he is as a person. So I think that's totally fine. Now, you know, on the other side of this, Edward Norton famously, you know, did a lot on Louis, uh, uh, Oh shoot. I forgot his last name. Tur- Retro- I forgot his name. Uh, for his, in- for that incredible Hulk movie, Edward Norton, I think took pass of the script, all that stuff. So it could go badly, but you know, that's when they were filming Marshall Ali. This is all in, pre-production so totally fine i can't wait for that blade movie coming out in a couple i think next year um the last bit of news comes a little oscary as well because it is uh involving chloe zhao who won you know a couple oscars for nomadland during that covid year remember that she also directed the eternals which released later that year that movie was kind of received a little coldly by critics and it didn't perform super well at the box office but she's been approached and asked about the eventual return of the Eternals, maybe in a Turtles 2 type thing. And Chloe Zhao said that she would be interested in working on it. In fact, she probably would be the person working on it. So there's not going to be a change too much of vision, but she says there's a lot of work that needs to be done, especially when you're making a Marvel film and not an independent film because you have to do things like test screenings. There are a lot of financial considerations. And so, um, yeah. So specifically she said with smaller movies, you may have freedom because in some ways you can do whatever you want, but when you wrap at three in the morning and then have to drive your cast home because they don't have a form of transportation, there are limitations there too. For a film this big, every moment you want to make hundreds of people have to move with you. So decisions happen a bit slower. However, you also have unlimited resources to make your imagination come true. You can go to places, you have time. There are many other ways to have freedom. So there's basically this kind of delineation between independent film and big movies. Of course we know that, but Chloe Zhao interested in Eternals 2 might totally happen. Who knows? Um, But that's all of the news this week. Kind of a big Oscar heavy episode this week. News from the current Oscars, some Oscar winners who are working in the MCU for future projects potentially. So really big Oscars night. So, you know, Hollywood's biggest night, Countdown to Infinity's biggest night, 
great night overall. I love everything everywhere all at once. I'm glad it won so much. But thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week. We might have something fun. We might have more news. But stay tuned. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.